Thank you, you may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. This is the message for you today. Christianity is a relationship. My proof test shall be taken from the book of Matthew 22. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parable and said, verse 2, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. Verse 3, and sent out his servant to call those who are invited to the wedding. And they were not willing to come. Take note of that. That is unwilling. Verse 4. Again, he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. That is all necessary. I will take you to our proof test now, verse 37. Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Verse 38. This is the first and great commandment. Wow. That is where we are going now. And I will take you to the book of John 21, verse 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. Back to the title, Christianity is a relationship. Relationship exists where there's love. The kind of relationship I'm talking about has to do with love. Christianity is a relationship. It's not a religion. So the question you need to ask yourself today, are we Christians with what is happening in churches today? Where this church, that church will begin to accuse themselves, persecuting themselves, division in the house, division within, division on the outside. Are we Christians or religious people? going by what has happened. We are not religious. If we are religious, division everywhere because of the principle that holds the religious people bring about the division. We are not live by senses. They live by senses. 
But today, going by what has happened around the world, can you just tell me by what has happened and what we are seeing all over the world? This against this, that against that. This is not Christianity. Jesus came to restore the fellowship and relationship between God and man. Jesus came to restore the relationship and fellowship between who? God and man. Take note of that fellowship. Where there's relationship, fellowship. Where there's fellowship, relationship. Where there's relationship, there's love. Nothing will keep us on course like a deep love for the Lord. Nothing will carry us through the hardship when there's no money in our pockets, when there's sickness, when there's hardship. Nothing will carry us through the hardship like a sincere devotion to Christ. Ministry does not begin with a relationship with people. It begins with relationship with God. And that relationship overflows to people. When you have a relationship with people, you must know where that relationship flows from. First to God, then to human being. In that book of John 21, verse 15, take your time from verse 1 to the end, but I just want to read this text 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. Look, it is very surprising, dear, that the Lord Jesus did not ask Peter, do you love people? Loving people is important for ministry. Loving God is more important. Jesus did not ask Peter if he was a gifted speaker. Jesus, yes, your Baba, in the name of Jesus. Amen. He did not ask Peter. 
if he was a gifted speaker, a talented leader, he did not ask Peter the seminary training or Bible college he attended. Those things are important, but they are not the issue. Tell your neighbor, those things are important, but they are not the issue. Tell your neighbor once again. They are not the issue. The issue is quite simple. Eloquent speech, gifted speaker, a talented leader are very important, but they are not the issue. The issue is quite simple. The basic qualification for lasting ministry is found in Jesus' question, do you love me? In other words, do you have a relationship with me? Because relationship cannot exist without love. Quoting Bible from Genesis to Revelation, memorize it and have a vast knowledge of it are very important. But they are not the issue. The issue is quite simple. The basic qualification for lasting ministry is found in Jesus' question. Do you love me in other way? Do you have a relationship with me? That is the question. Jesus is asking you. Church today has been taken over by man's natural gifts. Speaking skill, friendliness, ability to inspire has taken over the church. That brings Satan to begin to beat the drum in the church of God. Man's natural gifts, ability, talent, and education. Once you can speak very well. You begin to open Bible and preach the word of God. You never knew that this is a man's natural gift. You see man's natural gift for God's work is dangerous. It's challenging in the church today. And that has reduced God's kingdom to human knowledge. Education, ability, talent, must be obedient to God's way before he can receive God's blessing. There are challenges in the church today. 
the use of man's natural gift, talent, ability, and education. These are circular knowledge. And our body is the laboratory. Why God's supernatural gift, our heart is the laboratory. Take your time to go to the book of First Corinthians 12. And you take your reading from verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the same Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. And so on and so forth. What I'm trying to say here is that the supernatural gift of the Spirit given to believer, to minister to one another. These are separated from man's natural gifts. Let me give a good example. If I want to talk by man's natural gifts, it is my human nature that will do it. I will teach, but my human nature will take it over. Which is different from when corresponding power from heaven comes. Which is different from when I'm under the control of the Holy Spirit. Take your Bible to John 14 verse 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you. Can you see that teaching I'm talking about? Will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. In this case now, a person has the ability to teach by man's natural gifts. Here, the Holy Spirit teaches as he wills. The Holy Spirit teaches, prays, fasts, witness, testifies as he wills. But man has the ability to teach. Man has the ability to fast. Man has the ability to pray. Man has the ability to go out and testify. Yes, I'm here to preach the word of God to you. Yes, Jesus is the word. I'm telling you now, you have to accept Jesus. And he's the one testifying. Jesus never sent him. He's doing it without corresponding power. Doing it without the support of heaven. He love it to do it. When you love something, you must also receive the corresponding agreement. Okay, it's for you. 
So now the challenge the church is facing is that we don't know that the ministry of God cannot be reduced to human knowledge. The main thing about Christianity is not the work we do, but the relationship we maintain. And the atmosphere produced by that relationship. And the atmosphere produced by that relationship. Yes. You have passion or you love to be a pastor or you want to work for God. It is not enough to go to school to study Bible. When you study Bible, you study it. But what of the relationship we are talking about? You have to build this relationship. What we do for God is only a reflection of the relationship we have with God. Tell your neighbor, what we do for God is only a reflection of the relationship we have with God. If we want to be able to do great things, we need to have a great relationship. Tell your neighbor, if you want to be able to do great things, you need to have a great relationship. Like Daniel in the lion's den, Daniel had a great relationship that enabled that to happen. If you want to have a ministry that is strong, your relationship must be strong. With who? With God. Going by that test in John 21, I take it back about Peter. Ministry does not begin with a love for people. <laughs> it begins with a love for God. And that love overflows to people. So this message wants to tell you that you should stretch your life. Stretch it. Let's read together again what Jesus is saying here. It's so clear. And I like that. Listen to what I say. So when they had eaten breakfast, that is, you were there, I was there too. In this gathering, all Christians, those 12 actually make up all of us today. You were there, I was there. Tell your neighbor, I was there, you were there. 
So in this question, you incite your name there. That when we were sitting down eating gathering with Jesus, and we are all there. Now, you see, so when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, one of us, one of us is Simon Peter. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. Never you forget that ministry does not begin with a love for people. It begins with a love for God. And that love overflows to people. If you say you love me, you must love God first. And if you don't love God, and you say you love me, where does the love flow from? The main thing about Christianity is not the work we do, but the relationship we maintain. And the atmosphere produced by that relationship. Nothing will keep you on course like a deep love for the Lord. When everything seems to be confused, seems to be trouble everywhere, it is your love for Christ that can keep you going. What can separate me from the love of Christ? Can somebody answer me? Can sickness separate me? Affliction? Depression? Hardship? What can separate you from the love of Christ? Can you stand up now and let us chart this? Say nothing. Nothing will keep you on course like a deep love for the, for the Lord. Yes. When there is no money in your pocket, it is your love for Christ will keep you going. What can separate you from the love of Christ? Sickness? Affliction? Poverty? What can separate you? You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Tell your neighbor, Christianity is a relationship. I can hear you. Thank you, Jesus. Bless her. Right now, open your lips and say, Jesus was raised from dead for me to receive a new life 
right now, right now. in the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus. begin to receive a new life. Prayer. Labios, confesa corazón y diga Jesús resucitó para darme una nueva vida en el nombre de Jesucristo recibo una nueva vida. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Jesus Christ was raised from death for me to receive a new life. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the blood of Jesus Christ, I receive a new life today. Receive a new life today. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the blood of Jesus, I receive a new life. Life anew. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ.